Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, March 11th, 2023. Today on the Ether, The Collector's Gallery, Episode 5, featuring Oculus Vision, hosted by Sandy Toes 2211. Let's take a listen. Hello and welcome. Today is Collector's Gallery, Episode 5. We will be speaking with a wonderful photographer, Oculus. She should be joining soon, and here she is. I'm going to invite her to co-host, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, Charoyer. It's wonderful to see you. And uh, as we wait for our guests to join, um, I'd like to welcome you all. And also, just to mention, I am collecting today in the space as we speak, because I'm also a collector. And uh, we'll just give everybody a couple of minutes to come. And uh, we will have a great space. Thank you, Terra Spaces, for recording my spaces. It's so important to keep track of what we're doing and keep the history alive. And uh, Oculus, you're here. How are you? Please unmute yourself. Hello, everybody. How's everybody doing on this uh, Saturday afternoon? It's uh, 4 p.m. here in my time. I'm, in the, uh, I'm on the East Coast. I hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for joining. Thank you for coming. And I'd just like to mention to everybody, uh, please post what art you'd like to sell down there in the little bubble, you know, the chat bubble. And as we're going through the space, I will be looking at your art. And, uh, you know, I'm blockchain agnostic. I filled up my wallets and different uh, coins, and I'm looking forward to the great art. So let's just give another minute for people to join. And then um, I want to hear all about Oculus. Uh, you know, I started out as a photographer in the space, and then I got into the uh, AI art. But my first love is photography. So why don't we just go ahead and get started? This space is recorded, and uh, people can listen later. And uh, Oculus, please tell us about yourself and how you got into photography how did that start well um in about uh the beginning of 2006 um i was going through a really really deep depression and um i got to the point where i had to take some time off of work and i just was in the home uh, at home all day every day and i just didn't want to get out actually i was developing agoraphobia which is um, basically where you don't want to go outside. You just want to be in the house. And um, I didn't like myself feeling that way. Um, I actually live in New York City. And, you know, um, New York City is a, is a huge place. It's a small place with a lot of people. So the crowds and things were starting to bother me. But um, I'm a lifelong New Yorker. I love my city. And I said to myself, I can't just, like, be in the house all the time. And um, the person uh, that I was with, I had a partner at the time who just said to me one day, she said, why don't you just get a camera and go outside and take some pictures? 
And sure enough, that's exactly what I did. And I forgot about everything I was going through. I forgot about my depression. I forgot about being scared to venture out of the house again. And it just segued from there. And I've been shooting since then. And um, photography is, is a great escape for me because when I was taking the pictures initially, when I went outside that day, I was wondering what those people were going through and if they were going through the same thing I was. That's the thing about actually capturing people candidly, which is what I love to do, is because you never know what somebody is going through. You never know how they're feeling. And it's really, really interesting to me to watch people when they don't think they're being watched. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your story. And um, I, I can totally relate to um, what you're talking about. Um, like yourself, um, I was going through severe depression with um, my niece. Uh, she's got a child who's uh, sick with a degenerative disease. There's no cure for it. And um, we were, you know, we're just simply watching this child wilt away. And so like you, I decided, you know what, I, I can't just be crying every night and have this grief. I need to figure something out. I'd already been in the crypto space, but I decided to start selling my photography and try to bring awareness and, you know, hope for a cure. So like you, I found a way to turn that sadness into a productive way and, and to not feel helpless because you can't just sit there and do nothing. That's that, that that's just it's a spiraling thing. So um, tell, tell me about your photography. You know, uh, what kind of cameras do you use? Do you ever use an iPhone? What is your technique? Um, the first camera I bought was a Sony A100. Um, Sony actually took over Minolta. I don't know if anybody here remembers M Minolta, but they were like a big camera line in the 80s. Sony actually purchased Minolta. And um, Canon is, the thing about Canon, I know a lot of people start off with Canon, but for me, when I bought my camera, it was, Canon is really good for like, for me, for wedding photography. So it wasn't something that I wanted to use for that because I think the way Can um, Canon actually um, makes their cameras, I've noticed that they're really, really good for event photography. So since I wasn't doing event photography, I wanted something a little different. So after checking out all the specs, I decided to go into Sony. So I have a, a shoot with the Sony. I have a Sony A100, which is the first camera I bought. I have a Sony A550 is what I use now. And I also have a Nikon F4S, which is film. Um, I love to shoot 35 millimeter black and white film. Um, Film actually, and I always tell every photographer, you know, if, if you're getting to photography, film is going to show you the discipline that you need. Film is actually going to make you a better digital photographer. Um, just from experience, I'm telling you, I know people are like film is old, it's this or that, but no, film is actually great. I also have a four by four camera, um, which is a huge camera. Um, it's uh, one of the cameras that um, Ansel Adam used. Um, if you're familiar with Ansel Adams, that's the camera that he used out in the field. Um, I think my oldest cameras are like from the 60s, but I have various uh, film cameras that I shoot with. I have a Leica. Um, I have about maybe seven or eight uh, film cameras that I use, but I mostly um, do shoot digital. Film is just for when I feel like I need to brush up on my skills. And I definitely actually do dabble in iPhoneography. Uh, iPhone actually has a lot of um, contests that people don't know about because uh, their cameras really, really are good. 
And there are people who I know that are like photographers for 30 or 40 years, and they can't believe the technology that Apple has actually put into this phone. Uh, I'm not going to get into like the phone wars, because I know there's some people that say this camera is, this phone is better, that phone is better. But honestly, when it comes to um, iPhone, I think it's, it's really easy to use. And um, there's nothing wrong with um, taking photos with your phone, because at the end of the day, a lot of times, um, if you want to get certain shots, there's certain things you're going to have to do, especially if you want to get like candid shots of people like street photography, you know, street photography is also what um, a lot of uh, other photographies will call my style street photography, because I do a lot of photography of just walking around in the city because there's always something to capture. But, you know, if you put a camera in somebody's face, they're automatically going to pose. They're automatically going to adjust themselves. They're going to fix themselves. Even if they don't, even if they know you're not taking a picture of them, if they feel like they're in the shot, they're going to pose. They are. So, you know, that's why, it's, you know, using a, um, an iPhone or a smartphone is, is not a bad idea for photography, but I actually capture most of my shots with my um, Sony A550. It's, uh, <laughs> I had to doohickey it in a many ways so I could just take pictures where people don't realize I'm taking a shot of them, especially on my Tunnel 16 series, uh, this close quarters. So you don't want just to throw a camera in someone's face because this is New York City and that might not actually end up well. <laughs> but uh, my style is candid. I have, if you look on my website, which I'll throw up in the nest, um, I have done uh, posed shoots. I've shot plenty of models, but for me, uh, the the pictures that I have the most joy taking is candid photos. And I also do um, Urban Decay. I love to just take pictures of buildings left behind and buildings that nature has just taken over. You know, the buildings with the trees growing in them and abandoned malls and things of that sort. Um, I have a few of, of those series also on my website, but a lot of the, a lot of art I haven't released yet because I kind of just want to give people little doses at a time of me. I don't really want to oversaturate myself also. So that's the kind of strategic way I, I do it when it comes to my photography. Like you, I started out with a Canon and I, I same thing, black and white photography. Um, and, and, and you do capture quite a few good moments. Um, I posted in the nest uh, some of the work you've got. And by the way, Today I went and I changed some coins because I really wanted to have some of your work. And I collected uh, one of your series number two. It really called out to me. And uh, it's, a, it's a beautiful, wonderful, um, you know, the guy's standing there with his glasses and, and, and he's just so hip looking. And, and so um, I, 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 I'd never collected on that blockchain before, but I love it. And, um, and so you're right. When people are, being photographed, uh, they have a certain expression. And when they're not being watched, they're more real. And you can really catch their personality or the moment. Um, candid photography is really beautiful. And I love street photography, too. I love graffiti. Like you said, uh, urban decay. I, I, I love to take pictures of graffiti, although people who live in those areas not, not necessarily like it. And you know what? Graffiti is an art form. It didn't used to be considered an art form, but it was New York, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that made it an art form, you know, the, the trains through the New York. So thanks to New York. Um, I love where you live. And um, it's wonderful. You know, you know what's funny about you saying the trains now? 
You know, it's funny. We have a lot of, um, they used to be like in the eighties, that was the only thing you would see on our trains was graffiti. It wasn't a very happy time for the people who lived here. I know a lot of people who didn't live here thought it was cool. We actually hate it. Um, and even now when they still do it, because there's a lot of graffiti artists, especially from France, we're like being overrun from a lot of graffiti artists from France, just actually tagging places where they shouldn't be, which is kind of making the city look, you know, a little bit more back in the eighties, which wasn't a really good time. And now if you actually do paint a train, what um, the New York city uh, subway system does, is they take that train immediately out of service and they clean it. So if you've been painting something on that train all night long in the tunnels, as soon as they see it, they clean it off. <laughs> they, so it's, it's kind of funny that now that uh, uh, people admire it, but it's actually one of the things that kind of make uh, New Yorkers like myself a little annoyed because there's, there's nothing worse than actually, you know, riding a train four stories below ground. It's dark, it's dank, it's dirty, you know, it's, it's, it's gritty, it's grimy, it's cold. And you see this, this, this train, although it's beautiful, it's, it's just, it doesn't do any, it doesn't do much for the psyche. <laughs> You're right. Um, also, I've been to Holland and they also have quite a bit of graffiti um, that, you know, I noticed when I was riding the trains around. So this is not a phenomenon, just in New York City, people around the world are adopting this art. So um, also, um, one of the other things I noticed is that you are one of the founders of Dames on the Blockchain. So um, I'm curious about that. Do you want to tell us about what, what that's all about? I noticed you do regular spaces uh, about crypto. Um, are you onboarding? Are you educating? Please tell us about what you're doing with Dames on the Blockchain. Love the name. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I actually host um, Damons on the Blockchain with my um, my co-founder, Timeless, down there. Wave, Timeless, so they know who you are. <laughs> I do it with her. And um, we actually just wanted to um, have a place where there is education, where people won't feel um, afraid to answer questions. And we're two women in this space. Um, I've been here since 2017, and um, I'm an avid crypto investor. I I believe in diversification of my portfolio and, and, and a whole lot of other things, but we just wanted a space, you know, where we talk to people because, you know, YouTube influencers talk at you. They really do. I mean, it's, it's different when you're on a Twitter space, you're actually conversing with various people and you don't know what anyone is going to come to the stage and ask you. You don't. So I kind of like being put on the spot because it keeps me on my toes about the crypto market and I've met so many people this way. Honestly, if I wouldn't have started doing crypto um, crypto Twitter spaces and, and delve more into Twitter, I would not have done as well as I did on my Tunnel 16 series. And that's one of the reasons why I actually um, minted it on Avalanche. I did a lot of research on different um, chains. I looked up Cardano. I looked up Solana. I looked up uh, Tezos. I looked up um, HBAR. And I was looking for where there are other photographers. I noticed that there wasn't many. And on AVAX, I don't recall seeing any. And I had developed a community of people that love my work. So that's why I decided to actually mint my Tunnel 16 series on Avalanche. And I don't regret my decision. It went very well. I think I did very, very well for um, my series. And a lot of people love my work. And um, that's, that's, that's why I actually did it on AVAX 
But um, I am looking to branch out. So right now I'm in the process of just doing some research. That's why I'm always around these other spaces, trying to see, you know, what community fits me for my branching out. That's wonderful. Um, you've got me really curious about Avalanche. And by the way, I just want to shout out to Dead Poet. I'm sorry, Dead Society Poetry by Nate. Um, I'm looking at their art. They're also on AVAX. So I think I need to investigate and uh, get on there and, and uh, collect some art. So um, let's see. So you've got a collection on Tezos. You are collecting on Tezos, and I posted up there one of the things you've collected, uh, a light in the darkness. And after I saw you collected it, I went and collected it too because I loved it. Um, tell us about what you'd like to collect and why have you not minted on Tezos? You're collecting, but you're not minting. What's going on with that? No. The thing I see a lot of artists do, which I'm not going to knock any artist who's here. This is just what I notice. And for me as an individual, I noticed that a lot of artists just, just like mint their work on a chain and expect somebody to sell it without actually getting to know the community. I haven't minted on Tezos is because I'm trying to get to know the community. I think I've met you because... I've been dabbling into these different photography communities. That's how I actually ran across you, uh, Sandy Toes. I don't know. You, somebody, you, somebody retweeted, somebody commented on something you said. And I went to your page and I was like, she shares some good damn art. And then I followed you and then I started interacting with you. But you see, that's how you build relationships. So I'm not minting on Tezos because honestly, when it comes to my photography, I know it's damn good. I'm serious about my art and I don't need to sell it for profit. I want to sell it because I want people to love it. So I need to, for me, I feel like it's a necessity to get to know the people in the community. You don't just like go on, you know, go on HBAR and just mint something and then just start sharing it. No, I think that as I think that is smart to do it that way. And that's why I haven't minted on Tezos yet. Um, if you go to my profile, you will see that I um, started a collection, but there's nothing in there yet because I'm taking my time. I'm going in spaces. I'm getting familiar with some of the photographers in the space. I just, for me, that's how I, I, I think it should be done. I think that's the proper way to do it for just for me as an artist. Well, that's a very good plan. And that th that is very necessary. But I'll tell you what, photography is really big on the Tezos blockchain. There's a lot of people that do photography. So when you do decide to mint there, uh, please send me your, you know, your link because I'm definitely interested. Um, would love to collect your work on Tezos as well. And you would be very welcome. You'd fit right in the Tezos blockchain. And um, oh, by the way, listeners, we will open up the space if you want to come up and ask questions or if you have comments about her art. And so, um, but in the meantime, I'd like to give Oculus a chance to tell us about herself. And so did you grow up in New York? Is that where you're originally from? Oh, yes. I didn't even do that when you first asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am. Yes, I'm a lifelong New Yorker. My family is originally from North Carolina. Um, but as with most um, people from the South of color, they actually migrated to the North just for a better life. So my family is from the South. They migrated up here years ago. And um, I've been here ever since. I've only not lived in New York three years of my life, but that was like from the, when I was eight to 12 years old, so 11 years old. So I don't really count that, but um, 
Yes, I have two brothers. I have two siblings. Um, it's just me and my mother left. I lost my father in 1992 of an aneurysm. And I also lost my older brother uh, to a car accident in 1996. So it's just me and my baby brother left. So I also have, um, I have a large family up here. I come from a large family. My grandmother had a lot of, uh, a lot of children. And um, I work in the city. I actually live in Brooklyn. But I, I work in uh, Manhattan, which is what most New Yorkers do. There's a lot of, I mean, the majority of New Yorkers live in the outer boroughs and actually work in the city. And that's mostly what you see me uh, photographer, uh, taking pictures of, of things I've actually seen on my way to the city. Because I know a lot of people are fascinated with, um, you know, like Manhattan and Times Square and all those things. But those are things I tend to avoid. <laughs> if I didn't actually have to work in Manhattan, I wouldn't, I would never go. It's just not, it's just, it's crowded, you know, it's just a lot of people there, but I know people who are tourists love to see that kind of thing. So honestly, I, I don't really have that many shots of Times Square because when I'm walking through it, I run through it because <laughs> there's just so many people there. But um, yeah, you know, lifelong New Yorker. Um, I know my voice is deep, but I need to tell everybody I'm a woman because I get called a male so many times in this space. But I think that's a... <laughs> I think that's kind of the given because a lot of men think that everybody in this space is, is a male and they forget that there's ladies in this space too doing damage. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you have a male voice. I think you have a beautiful, deep voice, but I would never mistake your voice as a male voice. Um, it is a powerful female voice. So hey. that that's what I get. Yeah. Um, yeah thank you. But um, yeah, you know, when it comes to um, just shooting, I also got one of the best history lessons, I think, when I did live in North Carolina from the years of 1986 to 89. I got a chance to be around my great-grandmother. And my grandmother now, she's 88. So I got to be around her mother during those years. And she used to keep all these photos in this, in this tin, in this tin box. And I always wanted her to take them out and tell me who all those people were. These photos were so old. They were like really, really old. But at that young age, I began an appreciation for photography and how wonderful it is to have a photograph in your hand. And that's one of the reasons why I make sure I tell everybody who purchases one of my NFTs that you have the ability to get that, that uh, NFT printed and framed and signed by me. And the thing about my Tunnel 16 series is that these are one of ones. There's not going to be another of these pictures out. You're not going to see it like um, on another blockchain. No, these are one of ones. So if you actually get a picture from my series, it's unique. And I've actually been working on that series for about hmm, six years, six, six years. So a lot of my photography is, like I said, I take my time with it. That's an old series because if you notice in the pictures, no one is wearing a mask, right? Have you noticed that? And have you noticed that in some of those pictures, people are wearing less clothing than the others? Because this is something that I have been doing over time for years. I have about 500 photos from my Tunnel 16 series, and I've only minted 43. So there's a lot more that people haven't seen. There's a lot more that's out there. But for this series, I wanted it to be unique and I didn't want to actually do like a five of five or 10 of 10 or whatever. No, I just wanted people to realize that 
this is the only piece that's actually going to be sold. Like I'll never, ever um, print those pictures out for anybody. So if you do come to my site and you see, you see a picture you like, and you say, is this one, if somebody minted that, that photo from my series, I'm sorry, I just can't sell it to you. I hear that. I hear that. A lot of people get interested after you've made a bunch of sales, but I love to collect art uh, from artists so that, you know, it calls to me, not, not necessarily because I'm an NFT flipper, but because I enjoy the art and I'm a big collector. So I appreciate uh, your style and I appreciate the rarity. So um, but you, that is you, a you, great you, thing. Yeah. You also asked me why I collect um, the art I do. Let me go back to that. Cause I don't want to, Miss the questions. It's a good question. Um, when it comes to collecting art from other artists, I love to collect art. I think it's just art is an expression, and art any any piece of art that anyone does, it can be interpreted anyway. And there's a lot of times I see art, and I'm just like, I gotta have it. So when it comes to supporting other artists, I I'm big on that. I'm big on retweeting their work if it's good. Like I said, if it's good, because I'm not just going to retweet everything. <laughs> if it's good, if it's something that speaks to me, um, the art on Tezos was is just so good. And you know what makes it pop out, actually, is I think Object is a very, very well-made um, NFT marketplace. I love the way it's set up. And it the because it's such a such a well-made marketplace, it actually makes the art from the artist pop out. and um, it's really easy to use. So like that, fo- like the, the picture you posted above, I thought that was one of the, the most beautiful pictures of flowers I've seen. Now I'm not really a person who, who likes flower photos because I think that um, it can be kind of overdone and, you know, anybody can take a, a to me, anybody can take a wonderful picture of a flower because flowers are beautiful. Right. But it's just the way that she did the lighting. The lighting is perfect on that. The colors pop out. I love the background. Um, I think that's Juliet Haas's uh, picture, and I loved it so much, and I just had to buy it. I love it. So um, I like your taste and what you're collecting, and um, so I'm definitely going to go through what you've got. And and you've got some really great artists you've collected from. And so um, – Tell us about your music love. I noticed that you're really into music and on your link tree, you've got uh, your songs. People don't normally do that. And so uh, what kind of music do you like? And um, tell us, are you musical yourself? Um, I've used to play, um, I played a clarinet for about, I played a clarinet for 10 years. I was taking bass lessons, but not so much really um doing instruments now. I just think that music is is just a wonderful creation. It's and it's an, it's a very very old creation. You know, there's instruments that are found from like uh the caveman days so to speak, quote unquote, that were used. Music soothes me. Uh I love music. I love all kinds of music. I I think the the playlist I listen to now is is um more like experimental R&B. It's a lot of jazz on there. Um, I always usually have music on. It's, it's on when I'm creating. When I used to do photo shoots, that's the only thing I would have on is just a bunch of music. I'm, I'm actually interested, too, in how, you know, singers use their instrument, which is their voice, because I can't sing. So I think it's just fascinating how some people have the ability to sing or how a producer can produce such a wonderful sound, because it's art. You know, music is another form of art. So. 
I definitely want my Spotify playlist up there because I love to follow. This is the thing about what I try to help people to appreciate about following other artists and following and just following people. I found so much great music because when people follow me, you know, they tell me, oh, follow me on Spotify. So I dig to their playlist. And sometimes they have the most beautiful music I've ever heard of, never even he- heard it before. And the same thing about artists. That's why you should follow artists and not think that they're taking your place. Because what I've always learned and th- thought about art is that if people like your art, they're going to buy it. If they don't, they're not going to buy it. That's fine. There's room for all of us here. So there's no need to be jealous. So that's why I love to follow other artists. I love to show their work off when I buy it. I love to retweet some artists. I don't always get the same in return because I think it's that that feeling. And I know it's that, you know, some people just want to keep their 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 page to their self and dedicated to their art. But I mean, I'm confident in my work. So I don't I don't mind sharing other photographers work or other artists work, you know, so and I do it all the time because I want somebody else to see what I saw and I want to see if it garners the same emotions, you know, that that it did for me, just like uh, Juliet's picture up top. So I think it was beautiful. And some of the other photography I've collected in there, it's just it's just wonderful. And honestly, it it helps me look at things that I can work on clarity. Like I'm looking at the noise reduction. I'm looking at the silhouette this person did in this photo. You know, I'm actually tweaking myself, looking at their art, which is always good because, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect artist. We all are a work in progress when it comes to our art. 100%. And um, uh, one of the important points you raised is uh, sharing other artists' work. Um, I noticed there are some artists who just specifically keep their uh, Twitter line all their own. And the only thing they ever tweet about is themselves, or if somebody else makes a comment about their art, they'll retweet that. Um, I, I don't really understand that mindset. I mean, it's okay. It's a free world. I still collect art from you know many of these artists, but I, I don't really get it. I, I don't think that sharing other people's work is in competition with what you're doing. So, um, you know, that, that, that kind of mentality, <laughs> I, I, I don't know why they do that. Um, but, but, um, I actually did a collaboration with somebody who, um, is part of this big collab that we did, uh, for the holidays. And, um, and then we were talking about how to promote the collection and he's like, Oh no, I can't tweet that stuff. That's not part of my normal thing. I'm not tweeting it. I'm not tweeting it. Oh, and 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 I was like, well, okay, that that's interesting. You know, he's like, well, it doesn't go. You know, this is just a side thing I did, and I don't want to mess up my tweet thing. Collectors don't like it, and so I I think it's really funny that a lot of artists imagine things about collectors because I'm a big time collector. I've spent thousands of dollars collecting art, and I'm like, huh, I'm a collector. I, you know, I don't buy art from you because you only tweet about yourself. So I, I don't get that. And it cracks me up that people imagine shit about uh, collectors. That isn't right. true. <laughs> right. And, and, and you know what? And you know what? I actually look at that before. Like if I like a picture you have, I look at what you're talking about on your page. I'm like, oh, OK, so you're really shallow. You all these people are you follow all these artists. I look at how, who you're following. I'm like, you don't tweet about them. You tweet about yourself. It's all about, to me, it's all about security. Like I said, I'm secure in the art that I produce. It, it, it's not going to, it's not going to hurt my pockets if I actually retweet something at all. It's not, but that is, that is what I also look at too, when it comes to 
of purchasing some art. There's some artists that I definitely won't say any names that I interact with them every day. Do you think they could interact with me on my page? No. But at the end of the day, you're kind of hurting yourself because you don't know who I am. You don't know what I would what I would purchase from you. You don't know if I would buy your picture for one ETH, you know, <laughs> which is very, very expensive you know, or two ETH or three ETH. You just don't know. So that's 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 why I, I think it's like weird that some artists actually put themselves in a in a bubble by not actually sharing or interacting with other artists. Like, why not? Why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Um, this is a shared space. And, and on the other hand, uh, my advice to people who are tweeting about everybody else, um, sometimes I see people tweeting everybody else's work and their own work is lost in these tweets. So um, I think we need to have like a balance. So if, if you are you know, doing 10 tweets for other people's artists, make sure you include your own art. Put a few tweets of your, you know, good morning, good night, and a few in there. And, um, and also, you should show the sold out collection. So a lot of people, you know, they have sold out collection or they're sold their work and then they're done with that. And then they're just retweeting things that they have not sold. But somebody told me, you know what, you should tweet things you've sold because collectors like it. If um, again, there's that what collectors like thing. But um, it's nice to kind of remind people that you have sold out some things. You know, I, I've got a few sold out collections, but I'm guilty of that. I've forgotten about it. I don't tweet about my sold out collection. I just want to focus on what I haven't sold. But you know what? I think I'm going to start taking my own advice and uh, tweet about things from the past because I've been in the space for over two years and um, I've got stuff that sold out. But make sure you tweet your own work as well and not just everybody else's. I know a lot of artists are in DMs and support groups and and they're very strict. You've got to tweet this thing or we're going to kick you out of our DM. And and so they get really caught up about tweeting other people's work and 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 their work gets lost in the tweets. So I think both extremes are detrimental. You know, if you're just tweeting about yourself and you act like you're a big time you know, Van Gogh or Picasso, and you don't want to tweet anybody else's work. Excuse me one second. Dogs. Okay, we're good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> my son is home from his uh, lunch break, and uh, my dogs like to announce everything. So um, anyway, so where were we? We were talking about tweets, collecting, and um, is there anything else you'd like to share with us about um, your art, your life, and what are your hopes for the future? Wh where do you hope to be uh, a year from now? You know, I when I started taking pictures, I always said to myself, I'm never going to do this as my bread and butter. Because when you actually have to depend on your artwork for your salvation and to live, I feel like the creative aspect goes out a little bit. So I do this because I love it. And um, I just hope to just keep creating photography that people love. Um, I just want to keep expressing myself the way I have been through my lens. I appreciate some of the, the shots that people think are great because, uh, you know, sometimes I think we're our own worst critics. Some of the stuff I bring and I'm like, oh, this is trash. <laughs> this is garbage. What is this crap I took? And there's, there's like 20 other people that think it's wonderful. So um, I've actually learned to stop being such a hard critic on myself when it comes to my photography. And I've learned to just leave my art to the interpretation of others. And in the future, um, like I said, I just hope to keep creating. I don't 
necessarily uh, do this for anything but the love of it. And I actually like the uh, the reaction I get from people when they actually look at my work or when they get a frame photo from me. It's just like some people act like they just got a, the biggest Christmas gift ever. And I think that's a great feeling. So in the future, I will be bringing out another series. I am not sure which one because I have two that I'm looking at in my uh, port that I want to actually mint. but I take my time with just tossing my art out there because like I said, I don't want to oversaturate myself. And uh, I see that is what a lot of artists do. It's like, I, I do think that people can get sick of you. So I don't just want to keep throwing stuff out all the time just because I can, because I have, I've been shooting since uh, late 2006, early 2007. So I have a lot of photography but I'm I'm keeping it close to me because as you see, that series that I have now, Tunnel 16, is about seven years old. It's not new. So just look, be on the lookout and I will definitely uh, let any, everyone know when I meant something new. I hear you. Um, I always feel for artists that they're just doing this 100 percent and it's their bread and butter. Um, that is very hard. But, you know, um, you guys know Delta Sauce. He's kind of made it recently in the NFT space and um, his work is selling for a lot of money. And uh, and I'm happy to see that. So it, it just makes me really happy that artists make it big and, you know, they're in the space, they're working hard. And you know what I don't like? I don't like when people say, oh, you're so lucky. That totally dismisses all the hard work they've done to get to that point, because all of us are in this space, making art, being our own worst critic, comparing ourselves, having FOMO. And then when you get there, people say, oh, you're so lucky. No, that's not it. I mean, you know, there is a factor of luck and destiny. But in this particular case, I would say it's mostly your hard work and your beautiful art that makes you make it. So what else do you want to share with us? Um, we know about your future. We know about your past. Um, could I ask you a couple of personal questions? Is that okay? Absolutely. Go for it. Um, do you have kids by any chance? Oh, no, no children. Um, I just, uh, you know, actually, I've, I never actually wanted children. I admire anybody who actually is a mother because I know it's a hard job. But I don't have any children. I have a dog. Um, his name is Mortimus Tinsley. He's a Morky. He's 11. A Morky is a, a, a Maltese and a, uh, a Yorkie. Yeah, mixture. Yeah. So that's my little uh, baby right there. But I don't have any children. But I am an aunt when I love my nieces. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Motherhood is not for everybody. And I respect people who know in advance that this is not uh, part of their destiny. And honestly, I've met people who should have never had children. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know yourself. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Um, I think we, it's okay to open up the space. If anybody wants to come up and share with us their opinions and critique about art, um, please go ahead and request the mic. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're speaking with Oculus Vision about her arts, her photography, her music, her collection. And um, if anybody wants to come up and have questions, uh, please do so now. We'd, we'd love to hear from you. And um, what else do you, what would you like to share with us? I, I think that um, I see so many people like dabbling into photography. And I think it's because of the, 
the, the smartphone boom, you know, smartphones now they have great cameras. And even those that don't have excellent cameras, it's like, you know, they have people who behind them want to picture, take pictures of everything. They're actually, um, they're actually uh, seeing with their eyes. Photography is, is just a great escape and anybody getting into photography, I would say this because I noticed that a lot of people who are getting into photography, they think they need to buy the $3,000 camera, the Mamiya, or the, or, or the most expensive Nikon, or the most expensive Canon, or the most expensive Sony, or the most expensive Fuji. No. Um, I've learned, I, I was taught photography, a lot of it too, the technical aspect of it by a coworker of mine, and he's been shooting for 50 years. And he always tells me, you don't need a new camera. He said, they all do the same thing. And he's actually right. You know, aperture doesn't change. There's a lot of things that doesn't change with the science of, of cameras. A lot of it is do people want a newer camera because they think it's going to make their shot better. No, it's, that's not it. I think that anybody getting into photography, just don't spend a lot of money on a camera. Get you a good camera and learn that. Learn it from, learn the ins and outs of it. Learn what the ISO does on that camera. Learn what the shutter speed does. You know, there's so many things you could do with a camera. I just, I just hate to see people waste money on such an expensive camera and it's not really necessary. For what for, for what they're trying to achieve. Absolutely. And I think I've heard uh, somebody say that you make a photo. You don't take a photo, right? Because the angle you choose, the lighting and what you're choosing to focus on, you're making that photography. So I agree with you. You don't need expensive camera equipment. In fact, uh, one of the artists in the space uh, Lily White. She's an amazing artist and uh, does a lot of photography. And one of her recent collections is she decided she's doing a lot of traveling and she just took her cell phone. So she's got a series that she's selling because she didn't, you know, she wasn't able to drag around all her camera equipment. And so um, that is a good advice. It's it's uh, it's how you work it. You're making that photography. And one more question before we go to um, other people who want to ask questions: What kind of work do you do when you're not doing photography? If you want to share that with us, I work in the corporate field. I've been working in the corporate fields for about well since I was 19. So um, I'm a little bit on the older side. I'm not that much older, but I'm 44. So um, that's what I do. Corporate, you know, the suits, you know, the, the guys with the ties, you know, the stuffy guys and the people with the money. So, yeah, that's what I do. That's, that's my bread and butter, actually. That's what that's what pays the bills here in Brooklyn. Got to pay the bills. Got to have a consistent paycheck. I hear that. Um, I would like to welcome uh, Timeless to the space today. Um, please unmute yourself and tell us about yourself and then share any comments or questions that you have. Welcome. Thank you. I was just really enjoying listening in and hearing Oculus and you talk. It's good to hear um, a conversation when it's outside of our normal um, circle of people that when we're doing spaces and interviewing one another. So this was a very refreshing. So I'm Oculus's um, co-founder to James and a fellow photographer, just afraid to do it in the space yet because I'm, I'm not sure how I want to approach a collection. 
And there was really just no um, question. I just wanted to say this was a breath of fresh air to listen to. And I really enjoyed it. I sent you a follow. I was enjoying the art I was finding on your page and some of the other artists in this space that I hadn't seen before. So it definitely brought um, new things to look at for me and send new follows. Thank you for joining us. Uh, please go ahead, Oculus. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, thanks for coming to the mic, sis. Yes, Thomas is my other half when it comes to uh, the dames on the blockchain. Um, a real, a real stand-up individual I met in this space. Um, we met in another space about a year and a half ago, and we became like the, the best of friends. She's my, she's my, my, my other brain when it comes to crypto and things I should do and things I shouldn't do. We always bounce stuff off of each other, and yeah. We both share a love of photography, have a lot of things in common, and good to see you here, sis. <laughs> Can I ask you guys, what made you uh, create this, uh, on, you know, dames on the blockchain? Go ahead, Thomas, you answer that one. Well, for us, it was a lack of education and knowledge within the space. And there was just a lot of people talking at people with not allowing a conversation to be had. When you have novices to all the way up to seasoned people in crypto talking at you, it's not advantageous for a novice to be able to ask a question and truly get an understanding of what's going on. So to be able to help people to be onboarded and understand and come to a place where they start feeling community and can ask questions about certain technologies or what this means, it just, we felt like there was a lack of that in the space. And we decided to fill that gap with no further intentions of monetization, just actually adding knowledge and education within the crypto space. Beautiful. I, I love it. And, you know, there is a lot of questions. Um, it is unknown. And it, it's nice to have a consistent space where you can go ask questions and not be led wrong to, you know, to, 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 to bad links. And, um, and so one of the things that I did a lot uh, was I helped onboard um, Iranian artists into the crypto, into the, um, you know, getting their art on there and figuring it out. In fact, I'm still doing that. Um, I do that on the side because as you know, um, it's hard for people around the world with the economies uh, you know, trying to make money. And I think it's especially hard for women um, in certain societies, you know, to get work because, you know, they prefer to hire a man over a woman. So I think we have a new era where women can have financial independence, but they need to be onboarded. We need to help each other to learn this space and to figure it out. Anyway, I don't want to monopolize the conversation. We've got other people up here. Uh, Dead Society Poetry by Nate. You were up here next. Uh, uh, please unmute yourself. And thank you very much, uh, Timeless. Please stay with us. Go ahead uh, and unmute yourself, my friend. Yes, thank you. Thank you for this space. Um, thank you for bringing me up. I just wanted to say, Oculus, I've been in a few spaces with you. and. I don't think we've ever had a conversation before, but I've heard you before, and I think you've heard me too. And, you know, um, some of your pieces came up on my timeline. I was like, oh, this shit is fire. This shit is dope. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's all. That's all. I just wanted to come up, and, you know. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I love what you're doing with the uh, with the clarinet. I, oh, I mean, 
<laughs> as a person who who played clarinet um for like 12 to 10 10 to 12 years i'm like wow i've never seen anybody you know do this to a clarinet tell them what you t- tell the crowd what you actually uh did what what, what i'm talking about i don't even know like <laughs> um i mean you i put, record <laughs> go ahead did, go ahead I, I don't remember what what you was talking about so i i, <laughs> I think you put I think you put like a saxophone mouthpiece on the clarinet. Is that what you did? Oh yeah, I, I do see what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of experimentation, um, and um, you know, it's reflected in my work and all that stuff. But you know, this ain't about me. This ain't about me. This is about you. This is about you. Let's let's get it in. Let's give you the flowers and all of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but thank you for coming up. Um, I've been I have seen you around. Um, a lot of times I'm in spaces, what I'm doing is listening. Uh, I like to feel the room and feel the people out before I just hop to the mic. So I'm always there just lurking and listening. Thank you for coming up. Appreciate you joining our space, Dead Society Poetry. I'm going to figure out my wallet thing and I'm going to go after your art next because I noticed you're minting on AVAX too, correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. I've been on AVEX um, since March of last year. Um, and uh, I do a lot of audiovisual poetry, um, music, uh, short film type stuff. All of it is experimental. A lot of it is improvisation. Uh, I, I'm a avant-garde aficionado you know all of that free jazz all of that is is reflected in my work and um you know i like to go deep talk about the human condition and poverty and all that stuff so that's that's that thank you the serious stuff the very serious stuff and um i feel you you know i i've dealt with a lot of mental health issues myself throughout my life and art is a powerful tool to help a person deal with that and, and to speak about it and to just um, figure our way out. And so I love poetry. I love photography and just art in general. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, did you have any other comments or questions before we go to somebody else? No, no. I just wanted to give the flowers. <laughs> That's all. You deserve all the flowers. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming up. Um, I've got uh, Art Faez up next, and I'm looking at your art. Welcome to our space. Did you have some questions or comments for our uh, co-host Oculus? Uh, Please unmute yourself and uh, go ahead, Art Faez. Hi, and uh, nice to meet you. Uh, Can I talk about my art? This is not a shill space. Um, we're doing a space to get to know our artists. So um, if you'd like to ask questions or have comments about her art, that would be great. But uh, I am collecting your art as we're speaking, so you don't need to shill it to me. I love your beautiful art. Um, but if you have some comments or questions for our co-host, please go ahead. Uh, okay, thank you very much. Uh, I am an artist who has been uh, painting since uh, childhood, but I have been doing digital painting for some time. And because I always love face painting, I show all my doubts and feelings on my face. Today, um, uh, I want to talk about my foundation art. 
I'm sorry, dear. We are not doing a shill space today. Maybe you didn't understand that. Um, we are talking about our special guest, Oculus, today. So um, thanks for coming up. I'm going to definitely look at your art, and I'm going to pick up a few of your pieces today. And um, so we've got another person up here, uh, Ju- Juliet Haas. Welcome to our space. Please unmute yourself and tell us about uh, why you're here and um, if you have any comments or questions for our guest today. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me up. Um, I noticed that you have highlighted my piece that Oculus purchased from me in the last week and I did not know Oculus. Um, I've just been looking on your website and I heard you speaking with the dead poetry uh, PFP there. And I am also a fellow clarinet player. When I, I spent my entire childhood from like sixth grade through my first year in college as a clarinetist. So that was, I'm like, oh, I have to get up and say something now because <laughs> we share so much of the same type of, um, you know, the things I like to photograph are very urban, very, you know, abandoned things and I just, I love your work and I appreciate so much that you have uh, collected my Tezquake Aid piece and I wanted to say hello and meet you. Oh, yes. I'm so happy that you came up. I love your work. Um, I've been kind of stalking you a little bit um, <laughs> around, the, around. Every time I see you in the space, I hop in. I, I, I love your Route 66 pictures. Um, I, I think you're a phenomenal artist. And yes, I, I love that picture of of the of the flowers. It's just, it just does something when I see it. Um, it's just very, very beautiful and definitely will be collecting more of your work. Thank you so much. That's one of the rare uh, studio still life pieces that I've done in the past few years. I don't usually have access to studio space and a friend let me come in and play around with his camera and his gear. So that's how that happened. And I just, it's so unlike any of my other work and this Tezquake aid thing came about and it's like, oh, that's perfect. So I can use it and share it with the world and it goes for a good cause. And um, I stalk you too, so that's fun. (laughs) We can stalk each, we can officially (laughs) stalk each other on Twitter now. (laughs) Yeah, you know what, I actually, um, that's the thing about, like I said, going into the spaces and just listening. I'm, I'm learning about people and their personalities. I'm listening to how they talk. I'm listening to the things they talk about. And that's, that's how I've been actually following some of my favorites in the uh, Tezos community and in the Eve community. So it's, it's very, very nice to meet you. And um, if you ever come to New York and you want to do a walkabout, just hit me up. I'm available. I will be there for NFT NYC. And uh, my goal is to go around with my camera and not attend so much the events because who knows when I'll get to New York again. I will definitely hit you up for that. Oh, yes. I can take you to some wonderful places to catch some shots. So just let me know. <laughs> and um, Thanks for coming up. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. I just wanted to say... Thanks for coming up. I also had to collect that piece because, you know, I believe in flower power and it's just such an unusual piece. I I had to have it as well. And your generosity and your big heart speaks volumes that you are doing this and you care about that. Um, I'm going to go to the hand. uh, Dead Society Poetry. Please go ahead. Unmute yourself. 
Uh, yes, sorry again. Didn't want to interrupt. Um, I just got to say, if y'all are in New York and y'all are trying to get up, like, let's do this. Let's get some, let's get some dinner. Talk about art, whatever it is. I'm in the area. <laughs> let's go. We can come to one of your shows and listen to you play some jazz. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. I mean, I'll do some poetry. I'll do some poetry, some spoken word. I perform uh, spoken word poetry. But again, I'm just trying to meet other artists in real life, have a good time. That's all. By the way, I went to New York City uh, a while back, and um, I, I I was doing some work stuff, and I went there, and it was during the winter, and I, I got a little overwhelmed. You know, I'm on the West Coast. I'm in Southern California. And and just those super tall buildings. I was in New York City. And it's like the sun never touches the street. And it, it was just too much for me. I, I, I couldn't handle it. So I'm just <laughs> going to stay here and take it easy. <laughs> the concrete jungle was too much for her. Hey, I understand. I've been to California four times. And, you know, I've never been to a place where it seems like it doesn't rain and the sun doesn't set. I mean, if, if, if nobody has actually been to California, it's like a really kind of like surreal place to me from being from the East Coast where it's like it's cold, it gets dark and California is beautiful, but I just hate freaking driving. So <laughs> I'll stay on the East Coast. You're right about that. You got to be driving. And by the way, it's not so sunny and pretty right now. We've got devastating storms. And uh, I've heard about that. Yes. I don't know if you saw my Twitter feed. I posted a picture of my house with fallen trees on it and the bridges have washed away. People are stuck. I mean, this is like a serious emergency. When when we got the I I live in Southern California, but my home's actually in the Sequoia National Forest, which I try to go up there every month for a while. And when we got the warning that we're going to have a terrible storm, I was like, okay, I'm not staying here for this. I'm going to go down to the city. And then I got pictures from my neighbors. They're like, dude, your house, it's got trees on it. I was like, what? And I got more pictures. You know, they're like, you know, that bridge that you have to cross to, you know, to get to our street, that bridge is gone. The roads are washed out. And, and, you know, that's a, that's a mostly a retirement community with people on limited budget. So uh, this uh, storm is still raging. I don't know the extent of it, but I think a lot of homeowners like myself are going to have to go to their insurance to uh, get this figured out. So California is normally sunny. We always complain we don't get enough rain. But, dude, when it rains, it floods because we're just not prepared for it. And so anyway, I'm also tired of the wet dog smell. I got to walk my dogs and they're (laughs) getting wet. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to our program and not get distracted. Um, I've got Mount Olive up here. Uh, Son of God, crypto enthusiast, crypto bootcamp community manager. Mount Olive, welcome to our space. Would you please unmute yourself and uh, tell us what's going on with you? Oh, okay. Um, thank you, guys. Thank you, everyone. Um, Kenny Marshall from Africa, and I've been enjoying you guys' space. But unfortunately, I think I'm the only African here. Although I don't know about um other people here, I've met with um Oculus Vision on um an old um Telegram channel. That's where I started communicating with her. She has been a great person. You know, we used to get on with IBM 
their family, hodl coins and all of that. So it's been um, a great time, you know, sharing experiences. But since after then, you know, with court ties, until I just got to know about her new project, um, games in the blockchain. So it's been all interesting. So I'm really happy to, you know, find myself in, in this circle, in this kind of, you know, um, community. I'm just urging you guys to, you know, keep on the train moving. Um, and I really hope, you know, it's going to be all great as time goes on. And about the NFT, sorry, um, I mean the photography and the uh, pictures, I mean, the art collections, I'm, I'm still a newbie. So um, just getting inspired with um, everything going on here. So I can only say kudos to everyone, you know, for capturing the idea. I'm getting motivated and inspired. And hopefully I'm going to jump on along with you guys. So thank you for handing the mic. Hey, it's so good to hear your voice. You know what? I never actually knew you were from Africa. Oh man, I've known um, Mount Olive for over a year or two. Um, he just um, was in another space and we would just talk about crypto and I would try to help out, you know, those who didn't know how to do certain things. And um, he found me on Telegram. <laughs> I'm glad you found me. It's good to see you. Thanks for coming to the mic. <laughs> yeah, and thank you. Thank you. Okay, Luz. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming up. And I do want to say that Chidma Paints is from Nigeria. I noticed that you retweeted her um, artwork on your Twitter line. So we do have another person in the space uh, from oh. Nigeria. So she's definitely here in the space. And I'm a big fan of her art as well. Um, have you minted anything uh, yet uh, yourself, Natal? No, 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 not yet. I haven't done, but it's getting really interesting. So through Oculus, maybe I might start, you know, pushing forward there. So just trying to get myself more organized because I have only um um crypto sports um foundation. I'm I'm practically a trader, so a technical analyst, and I get in bags, you know, and hodl for long term. But since you guys, you know, started having spaces, I could say at least this. Should be my third or second day, you know, having a space to get out with you guys, and I'm really inspired. So it's it could be a very good thing, you know. I'm trying, you know. I know most people here are professionals and experts, but you know, there's always a space for you know the new guys to grow. And this um this community is education based, so it's another interesting part of it. I'm really happy to be a part. Thank you, um, Oculus, Timeless, and Sandy. I'm so happy to hear you. I yield the mic. Mount Olive, thanks so much for joining us. And by the way, you said something. You said you're a newbie. Let me tell you something. We're all newbies. I kind of laugh when people you know, uh, 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 call themselves experts. Dude. You know, I, I come from a science background. Expert means you've had years of training and experience and study. So nobody's an expert in this space. We're all new. We're all figuring it out. So, uh, you know, don't let the fact that you're starting out, um, you know, make yourself a newbie. Don't, don't call yourself a newbie. We're all newbies, my friend. Because, you know, once you get going and, and, and you, you mentor work, that's it. You're, you're with us. And now you're a part of the crypto NFT space. I wish you good luck with your journey. 
please send me the link when you do mint your work. I would definitely like to collect your art. And um, is there anything else you'd like to say before we go to our next speaker? Um, not really, not really. Maybe not now, but as time goes on, I, I could still contribute. Um, for now, um, I could only say um, a big kudos to everybody, you know, making things go on right here. So thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for joining us. And um, I would like to welcome Digital Gyoza to the space. Uh, welcome, unmute yourself, tell us who you are, and if you have any comments or questions for our guests, please go ahead. Hello. Um, hi, Sandy, how are you doing? Um, nice to be in your space today. Um, uh, my, uh, my main question really was, having the website and the photography is stunning. There's obviously different types of, of, of subject matter. And you also have full color and you have black and white. Unless this question has been asked already, um, I was keen to know, do you have a favorite subjects? And um, do you have a, a favorite approach? Like for instance, it, it, it's black and white, like uh, uh, higher on your level uh, of, of things that you enjoyed taking than color. Um, yeah, I'm just keen to know, like, what's the thing you absolutely love to to take? Black and white has a a way of showing the photo's depth. Um, I love shooting in black and white. I think it's uh, it's expressive. It shows the emotion, especially when you're shooting people. I think there's there's nothing better to do than shoot in black and white. Uh, um, it's it, black and white is just, it, it kind of captures me more. I do shoot in color because um, there are just some things that look good in color. I mean, bridges look great in color. Bridges also look great in black and white. Clouds look great in black and white. They also look great in color. You know, it, it kind of depends on the moment and how I'm feeling and what I've captured when I make a decision. But when it comes to like a preference, I would say that at least 75% of the time, I prefer to shoot in black and white. And I prefer to shoot candid. Um, I just love shooting candid shots. I love to shoot people and things that don't know they're being shot. Cool. Thank you for the answer. Um, that was really nice. Thank you. By the way, I'd like to mention that um, Digital Gyoza and I go way back. We actually did a collaboration together. Um, I decided to do a collection on Bruce Lee using AI art. And um, I just wanted to pay homage to, you know, one of my heroes. And so I asked artists if, you, if they'd like to do their version of Bruce Lee. So um, we do have a collaboration that we did a while back. And um, I love your style of art, Digital Gyoza. And uh, today I picked up two of your pieces, Money to Burn. And I think I got the last edition of Outpost 31, level two. So I'm really glad you came to the space today. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. And um, um, that's wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. Um, great to have you on board uh, the, the, the Outpost project. That's a whole growing thing in itself. I shan't bore this room with that, but um, I'll pass you some information later. But thank you again. That's wonderful. Thank you for coming today, and I loved your question. Let's see. Um, did you have any questions or comments before we go to the next space? I mean, to the next person? Space. I'm spacing out. Oculus, sorry. Um, I had a high fever last night, and I got a bad cold. So 
I might be a little bit out of it. Uh, oh, you're apologies. fine. <laughs> no, you're fine. As you say, spacing out, I just laughed. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, let's see. We've got uh, uh, Ab Jalil, um, Abitez. I apologize if I mispronounced your name. Welcome to our space. Did you have uh, some questions or commentary for our guest today? Please unmute yourself and introduce yourself. Oh, hey, hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Sandy. Uh, hello, uh, every other person. Oculus. <laughs> oh, my God. I just popped into the space. I. Uh, I was actually just beginning to enjoy the conversation because I just settled, been having a long day and all of that. Oh man, I I I just came on here to see a couple of beautiful photographs. You know, I just joined casually because of a tweet that Sandy put out that she just collected a piece and all of that. So I actually just came on here to witness what was going on uh, and that. So yeah, it's it's cool to be here. Thanks for coming up. I think I've seen your artwork before, and um, I appreciate you joining the space. And I'm going to collect uh, Envoy, a portrait of a royal officer, well-decorated, beautiful. So you do photography, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I am. I'm a photographer. I'm a documentary and a portrait photographer as well. So yeah. Oh, my God. And um, thank you. I, I really appreciate that. You resonate with Envoy. Uh, that's one of a cool piece as well from my Echoes of Heritage collection. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if you're interested in knowing more or I should just share that. No, no, I, I love photography. And um, could you tell us where you're from and tell us about this piece? Well, absolutely. So I'm from northern Nigeria, um, West Africa. And uh, yeah, I I created this particular piece envoy just like every other piece from my documentary photography tourings and uh, you know travelings around Nigeria, northern Nigeria to be precise. And uh, these pictures were created during uh, this annual Doba ceremony. There's this Doba Doba festival celebrations that usually have over here. It's a traditional celebration, right? And uh, it's so cool, so filled with horses, guns, I mean smoke bombs, not really anything scary, but like smoke bombs and colorful outfits. I mean, it's something people over here really look up to. So uh, yeah, I attended it and uh, I have attended a couple and uh, this collection is like some of my favorite pictures from these festivals I've attended. So yeah, basically I just created this collection to expose the world to, you know, <laughs> these traditional events no one ever witnesses, like from outside Africa, outside, I mean, outside this community. So yeah, basically Echoes of Heritage is just uh, a collection that shows, you know, the typical, or should I say traditional celebration that goes on over here in northern Nigeria. So yeah, that's that. Sorry for the pause there. Am I, I taking some screen. Uh, I I'm taking some screenshots of uh, the people who are in the audience today because I'm, I'm going to continue collecting. And I appreciate that everybody who has joined today, I'm going to go through their profiles and look at their art and collect some art. And um, let's see. 
Is there uh, anything else you would like to share with us, Oculus? Um, we've had over an hour today, and uh, I'm sorry, did you want to share something, uh, Bitez? Uh, I see you're, you're unmuted. Please go ahead. Okay, you were just unmuted. All right, um, back to the program. Oculus, so what do you think? Did you like the space we did today? Um, What's, what, what, you know, what's your opinion? And I've got one more person coming up. I'm going to give them the mic. I think this is, um, this was, this was great. Um, I actually haven't had too many, uh, <laughs> spaces devoted to just talking about me and my artwork. And I think it's good for artists to, uh, get used to doing this because you have a lot of artists that actually just sit in spaces and don't say anything. Um, uh, it's happened to our spaces before we've had an artist space and there's people who are artists and, they just sit and you know they're just sitting in the in the audience, and I'm like, you know, this is good for artists to actually get used to talking about their work and get out of being shy. Because if you're actually if you're an artist, right, and you actually want to sell your art and you actually want to make a profit off of it and you want to give it exposure, you're gonna have to talk about yourself. You can't be shy. That's why I tell everybody: if you're an artist and you're shy, it's not gonna work. You're gonna have to learn how to talk about yourself. You're gonna have to get over certain things. But you also just have to make sure that, you know, you do it the right way, too. You know, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like um, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to maneuver around. But I, I will say that if you're an artist and you join spaces and you just sit in the audience and you don't say anything about your art or yourself, you're doing yourself a disservice because you never know who you meet and you'll never know who will buy your work. So if you're an artist and you're here, get used to speaking about yourself. Even if you don't want to, even if you're shy, if you have social anxiety, these spaces are very, very good for that. Absolutely. And uh, one of the other main reasons I like to do these spaces and just really go in depth with the artist is because we're not going to live forever. We're only going to be here for a short time. And this is really a renaissance for the for for artists and art in general. So when future generations are looking back, they're going to want to know what you were about. You know, imagine if you heard Van Gogh or or uh, Picasso or Monet or um, you know all these great artists talk about their art, you know, in person and why they did what they did in their lives. So I'm grateful to Terra Spaces. I recommend if anybody is doing spaces to have your spaces permanently recorded because Twitter only keeps it for like a month or so and then it's gone. But Terra Spaces records these, professionally edits them and keeps them on file forever. So that is the main reason I like doing these things because uh, I'm a history nut. You know, I, I actually used to work in the library at UC Berkeley. I, I studied a little bit of bibliography. And so, and, and you know, history gets manipulated uh, sometimes uh, the facts are not correct. So I figured, you know what, the best way to record history is to hear it from the artists themselves and to record that information. Plus, it's just kind of a great way to learn about their process, you know, what makes them tick, why they collect what they collect. So that's why I'm doing this. And I'm so glad uh, that you're here. And if anybody would like to do a space with me, and they would like to be the featured artist, please hit me up because I like to do these spaces once a month. And I collect as well while I do these spaces. And um, so that being said, I'd like to give the mic to Sepas. 
Please unmute yourself, introduce yourself, and if you have any comments or questions, share that with us. Hi, hi, Sandy John. Hi, everyone. How are you? Salam, salam. I'm doing well. It's so nice to see you. And I'm just collecting your one-on-one heart donation. That one stole my heart away. So um, if you're comfortable speaking Farsi, please go ahead. And then I will translate so our listeners can hear you. So, um, اول که خیلی خوشحالم الان هستم اینجا صداتون رو میشنوم دوباره و اینکه خب امشب خیلی آرتیستای خوبی اینجا بودن دیگه چی بگم بهشون خوشحالم که باشون آشنا شدم پالوشون میکنم کارشون رو دنبال میکنم تا بیشتر باشون آشنا بشم Okay, our friend Sepas, uh, she said she's very happy to hear my voice and to be in our space. She's also very happy to connect with these amazing artists. She's going to follow the amazing artists who are here and um, who are sharing their art. And uh, let me see if she has any other comments. Shoma commented, she said, Oh, merci, merci, Sandy John. Sepa said she wishes you great success on your journey and uh, thanked us. Thank you, Ms. Sepa's um, Did you have any comments, Oculus, before we go to our next speaker? No, I was just checking out her, um, her profile and I love her artwork and I sent her a follow. So please tell her that. از هنرهای شما خیلی خوششون میاد و خیلی خوشحالم که شما اومدین. One thing that our listeners should know is that it is very difficult for our Iranian artists to come to these spaces. Current uh, situation in Iran is very difficult. Internet connection is very sketchy and these are very difficult times for our artists. So I'm especially grateful when I do see Uh, Persian Iranian artists here, and I like to give them the mic. خانم سپاس خیلی ممنون. شما اگر سوالی کامنتی دیگه ندارین ما بریم به خانم ماریا. بونات خیلی ممنون. فقط سعی جمعان فکر کردم که این اسپس برای پروموت هست که کارمو پین کردم از خیم کم الان پاکیشون میکنم. It's okay. It's okay. Leave it up there. It's okay. نه بذارین باشه ابی نداره شیلی سپیس نیست اما من اکسپشن دارم برای ایرانی ها برای اینکه خب دلم میخواد سپیس خودمه I, I generally, you know, don't like to have um, other artists show their work when we're doing these special spaces, but I, I, I do make an exception for my Iranian artist friends just because life is a hundred times harder for them. And we really need to uh, pay attention and support people who are going through extremely difficult situation financially, politically, and um, these are very hard times for them. Thank you, Ms. Sepas. Uh, we're going to go to Maria. Hello, Maria. Welcome. Please unmute yourself. Hello, hello, dear Sandy. Hello, my friends. How are you? 
We're so happy to see you. I'm glad you have internet collection. Um, please go ahead and uh, share with us uh, if you have any questions or comments. شما اگر سوالی کامنتی دارین برای خانم آکیلس خواهش میکنم به فرمایی. سوالی ندارم. خیلی خوشحالم از آشنایشون و خوشحالم که شما ایشون رو معرفی کردید به ما. اومدم که یه سلامی بکنم و این که بگم خوشحالم از آشنایشون و حال شما رو بپرسم همین. Okay, I will translate that. Miss Maria wishes you good luck. She's very happy to meet you. She likes your art and she's very happy to connect with you and other artists today. And that is the, why she came up here. I'm a big fan of Maria. She's been through a lot in this space. You know, a lot of us get hacked um, sometimes and we have to start again. So, uh, you know, if this happens to you, please don't give up. I've seen uh, her uh, have some challenges in the past, but I'm so happy that she's continuing in the space. And uh, Oculus, did you have any comments for her before we go back to our friend um, Abjalil? Oh, please tell her that I sent her a follow and thank you so much for the compliments. I'm going to check out her work and hopefully we can connect sometime in the near future. Thank you. خانم ماریا شما فهمیدین دیگه چی گفتن که خیلی خوشحالن کارهای شما رو فالو میکنن و تشکر کردن که امروز تشریف آوردید. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um uh Abjalil, you had your hand up earlier. Did you have a question or a comment? Please go ahead. I know just a quick comment. I wanted to add that um I just wanted you to tell Sepas that um the whole of the world is with them. I am with them. I've heard a couple of their stories. I mean, I have a friend out here, Pantier, and uh I've related to their stories and all of that, and I'm wishing them the very best during these times and uh just keep the fire burning. <laughs> and along with that, I wanted to add that I just realized I might have said too less. <laughs> so I have commented my, uh, I've added my work into the dialogue box in case anyone wants to ask a question or anything. I'm open to, you know, answering about my art. So thank you so much. That's all I have. Thank you. I want to translate that for my Iranian friends so they know that you are with us. Dusama. Uh, گفتن که شما رو سپورت میکنن و خیلی مهمه که شما رو سپورت بکنن برای اینکه زندگی خیلی سخته برای خیلی ها و ایشون هم با شما هم دردی کردن و تشکر کردن که شما امروز اینجا اومدید. Thanks so much everybody. I appreciate you coming and um, I'm going to give the mic back to Oculus to see if you have some comments or questions uh, for any of our listeners or share anything else you'd like. I had a wonderful time um, talking with the the audience, and I had a wonderful talking uh, time talking with you, Sandy. And I definitely was just enjoying the the uh, the translating. It just shows that art reach art reaches people from all over the world. And I I really I don't know. I'm just over here bubbling because this was really really a great space. Thank you so much for um, actually doing this with me. And uh, as I said before, ladies and gentlemen. I ran into Sandy just from looking at my timeline and somebody retweeted something that she posted and I started interacting with her and her page and she came to my page and said, we should do a space sometimes. And here we are. So 
that's why it all it all works out when you share and you interact with people. There's nothing wrong with leaving a comment on somebody's page. There's nothing wrong with saying good morning if they say it back every day for 400 days out of the year or 500 or whatever. You know, some people have a problem with that. I mean, this is how you make connections and this is how you get known. So just take it from me. Be active on Twitter. Don't always just talk about yourself. Retweet other artists' work. And engage with your followers and engage with people who aren't following you because it actually works. Thank you so much, Sandy. I'm very um, grateful that you did this space with me. I appreciate you. We definitely will continue to talk in the future. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that you accepted my invitation for me to review your art. I loved your photography and I thought, oh, I need to know this person. I could just feel the strength and what you were exuding. And and I'm so glad that you took the time to come today and share with us. And like you said, it is not an easy thing to talk about yourself. It's it's very difficult to speak about your art and what you're doing and about what your goals are. So I'm so glad you're here with us today. And I'm glad uh, friends joined us. We are about to wrap up the space. It's been almost an hour and a half. And I think I'm just about losing my voice now. Um, But before we go... Does anybody have any comments or questions? Speakers up here, this is your chance to uh, say your last few words. Um, uh, Timeless, please go ahead. I just wanted to say briefly, thank you guys so much. This, like I said earlier, was a breath of fresh air. Got to know a few other artists or follow a few artists down below, too. Um, I love what you're doing, Sandy Toe. So so expect to see me around your page quite more often, um, just because I definitely like the tone that you have in it, which just kept me smiles hearing you translate and actually the part of inclusion that means so much in the world right now because there's so much division to have some inclusion really is a breath of fresh air just like this space was so I that's just my final thoughts I wanted to leave you with and continue doing what you're doing and I will be here and supporting you along the way also you guys are amazing I think it's wonderful Uh, to have these spaces and I will continue doing these spaces and I'm glad that you found value in it. Um, I'm going to bring up one more person because they just added, uh, asked to be a speaker and I would like to give them a chance to speak. So um, before we go, I'm bringing up Alex de Metalisa or medalist Metalisa NFT. Sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, Welcome to our space. And, um, uh, please go ahead and uh, unmute yourself, Alex. And if you have any comments or question for our artist today, uh, we welcome you. Well, if the artist for today surpasses, uh, then I've been commenting on their works for more than a year now. I will not repeat the same comments again. Actually, Oculus is our featured artist today. Are you familiar with her work? I've pinned up her photography and collections up in the nest. So um, if you'd like to comment or ask questions about that, that would be great. And also, I'm happy that you know Sepas because, yes, she's one of my favorite artists, too. Well, I haven't, haven't gone yet in the Jambashon to uh, Oculus's work. I will go through, though. I'm super interested. Okay, we will come back to you, my friend. We will uh, give you a chance to look at the art. And I see Maria's hand up. I'm going to give her the mic. Maria, Maria June, go ahead and speak. Uh, thank you. Uh, hello, Alex. 
first time how are you uh, dear sandy thank you for collect one of my angels um, i'm so happy thank you so much thank you for joining us today it was a pleasure to have you and they do love your beautiful art they have so much expression in them and uh, i'm so glad that you came today um well it's uh, almost 2 30 and uh so um i've got uh taher is requesting to speak to he's a photographer so i gotta bring him up here to see what he thinks about Oculus photography and if he's got some comments for us. So let's give Taher a chance to come up here to speak with us. Um, Alex, did you get a chance to uh, look at the artwork up there? I did, but it's not enough to actually give a valid comment. Give me a couple more moments. No worries, no worries. Please take your time. And um, we are gonna give uh, Taher a chance to come up and everybody, you know what? We, we are a united people. You know, art, art is the best way to get your message across, right? Um, and so I'm so glad that we have this opportunity. Um, I did a fundraiser for Cure GM1 where I donated all my proceeds to the Cure GM1 Foundation. Um, so oh, they are trying to help families. Okay, Taher, you're up here. Uh, please go ahead. Salam, salam. Sudaiman Dori. بله صدای شما رو داریم بفرمایید شما امروز برای مهمون ما خانم آکیولس اگر کامنتی سوالی دارین راجع به عکاسی ایشون خواهش میکنم بفرمایید Can anybody hear Taher or am I getting rugged? I cannot hear him. Yeah, I can't hear him either. I think uh, I don't think his connection is good. Taher Maybe he can drop down and come back up. Maybe uh, Mr. Taher, we can't hear you. Maybe you can go back down to listener. All right, I'm going to bring up uh, Narmin Shahriar. She's also an Iranian artist, photographer. She's an amazing artist. And I'm going to give her the mic and give her a chance to speak. And then we will go back to our friend and see if Alex has any comments. So... Dear friends, uh, hello. Hi. Hi, nice to see you here. I checked the Oculus uh, images and uh, it is a wonderful, very uh, interesting uh, picture that I see. I'm happy about it that I can to see it. Uh, certainly, I'm, um, I'm a photographer too. I grew up in a photograph family third generation and uh, in the time that I see somebody have the eyes to see a, a special moment it makes me so happy I'm proud of you darling thank you for the beautiful image that you shared with us I'm actually on your uh, your uh, I went to your uh, page and checking out some of your photography I love your work I love your work such a good job I'm definitely sending you a follow <laughs> Thank you, you darling. Thank you, you very should. much. Yeah. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I love your work. You know, I love it. It's, you know, it's so good. Uh, yes. In the time that another photographer uh, love your works, uh, you will be more happy than other uh, person. In the time that somebody tell you, I love your images, so I tell, thank you very much. It's okay. But in the time that a photographer like your works, and uh, you become, uh, <laughs> that is a special feeling. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Oh, this is great. It's great artists. I'm so happy to be connected with all these artists. Thank you, Sandy. 
It's my pleasure. This is what this space is about, getting to know an artist in depth and making connections with other artists. Art is what connects us. I'm so glad you came up here, Namin John. You always bring so much joy. Your voice has a very enthusiastic vibe to it. And no matter what or where, I'm always happy to hear you. You're very active in this space and a, a, a wonderful community builder. Thank you so much, Narmin. I'm going to go look at your art. You're welcome. The NFT world uh, learned us that uh, we must be together and we can grow up together. And we are here uh, to to share our works in in all of the world together. We are strong. We are uh, we are very successful and very very. It is another another time uh, in in our uh, another time is broken out, and we must use it and enjoy it. Uh, we we have the chance to visit daily. Uh, gallery from another country do you know how great it is i'm really happy to be a part of this community i'm really very very happy about it now i mean i love your cat pictures your your cat uh so <laughs> yes, uh you're, you are a yes. photographer and you're dabbling in ai art um could i ask what uh software you used for creating it, that real quick First, my my first AI, and do you know I must do. I must really tell you how it's happened. We are in clubhouse daily, and the artists coming, and we are speaking about the arts, about the color palettes, about the um, form, about the another artist, how they um they become the idea and you can don't believe it my cat is all of the word that i heard in clubhouse for the artists that speak about the art and somebody tell this point is right strong in this work in this uh, art that we see it i use this words for this works and uh, for this uh, ai project and you can to see what's happened. I was so surprised. It was unbelievable. It looked like a purple. <laughs> it is so majestic. Yes. Do you know what's happened in the time the artists talk together? We share our idea together. It is fantastic that we have to yeah that we are together. I must tell it. It is really fantastic. Thank you for coming up here. Um, I think I'm going to have to go collect one of those cats. So the, the rest of your collection, uh, that's all photography, right? You've got Cassandra, yes. Cassandra one. So those are actual models uh, that you did for the photography. Is that right? Yes, it is. I have uh, two, um, two collection in object. My uh, portrait photography, the beauties, and my object in my object is the Bavaria collection. I'm a portrait photographer, but um, in the time that I need really to relaxing and I want to have a little bit time for me, I make these images only for me. It is not commercial. Sometimes friends, um, somebody in my office or in bank and the people that I know <clears throat> want to order one of this, um, one of my 
excuse me um for my um for my bavaria collection for the offices and uh, i make it in acrylic and it is um, really very um very interesting because in the time that you that you printed it often acrylic it is very shiny and it's look really real you do beautiful work you're a very talented artist and um, I, I collected one of your portraits also Nas she's beautiful oh, That's gorgeous yes uh, this ladies I'm I have the chance to living in a, a multicultural uh, city in Germany and all of those girls are really 18 years old uh, I, I use them not because they are beautiful, because they are very, very, uh, they have some of, each of them have a very special, strong side. One of them is fantastic gamer. The, another one is a very good um, in mathematics. Cassandra is a mathematiker. She's the best in them high school. And, um, do you know, do you see the face of Cassandra? She's so cold. And I tried to to bring it out from his, that she tell me a little bit, the, another feeling like a, like a young girl. But she was cold. She was, she's mimic. She don't change the mimic. And um, I don't tell anything because it was for me very, um, important to uh, photography the uh, girls uh, for the strong sign that they have. Wow, that's quite a story. Um, and yeah, she does look like she's very um, strong. Um, I don't know if I would use the word cold necessarily, but uh, that's you know, that... cold. <laughs> oh, okay. She was really very cold. She was young and she was so cold. She's, I don't, I, I photograph lots of Africans, but she was so like a refrigerator. It is true. She was cold because she was very, very, um, you know, sometimes the girls are really in, they have multi-talents, but some of them girls, they have only one strong side. And she had, she was, she was not a multi-talent made uh, girl. She was in one thing very good, and it was, and it is mathematic. Um, they are different, but uh, it was very important for me to show uh, how beautiful they are, and they have very special sides. Thank you, uh, Oculus. I'm going to give you a chance to respond to that before we go on back to Alex. I think it's just um, <laughs> I was listening to her explain the the, the woman being cold, um, and it's it's just funny how your 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 camera or any or any medium that you're using can actually um, show emotion. You know whether it's cold, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, whether it's um, complacent, whether it's complacent, whether it's pensive. You know that's the that's the I think that's the amazing thing about how artists use their mediums. I agree. Those are excellent comments. Thank you so much for sharing with us your art today, Narmeen. And um, uh, I'd like to, uh, is there any, is there any other comments you have, Narmeen, before we go to our next speaker? It was a pleasure to have you, that you have me today. 
it was really i'm very happy about it that uh, that we can uh, talk a little bit about our arts and uh, i love you all and much love for each many that are here my dear artist and art lover thank you very much for the time that you spent me we appreciate you joining us today and sharing your comments and also giving us a chance to look at your art and connect with you again I really appreciate uh, you being here, and I always look forward to seeing you in spaces. And, you know, I think I'm going to have to do a special space for you because you have a very interesting life, and your photography really fascinates me. And now that you're in the AI art, that oh really, really <laughs> makes me happy. You can don't believe in the time that I, that I want to speak about what's happened in my studio with, with, with people, with, with my customer. I came to write, I think, 10 books about it. I, have, uh, I, love, I love my customers. I love this job. And uh, I'm somebody that I want to give uh, love to my people in, around me. You can don't believe it that uh, somebody, in my birthday, I have so lot of flowers and chocolate that I that uh, one time a, a very older uh, woman come in my shop and tell me I want to buy the one of them flowers, meet them ways, and I told it's my birthday, it is my flower, and I think love is something if you give it to the another people, uh, you become more and. Uh, I'm very happy. I love the life and uh, I love the positive, positive side of human. And I want to uh, experience this love in people. And I'm very successful in this. Thank you very much. Did you hear that, everybody? Don't be stingy with your love. There is lots of love that needs to go around the world. Thank you so much, Narmeen. Um, I'm trying to bring Tahir back up. But uh, Alex, uh, did you want to say anything? We're, I'm going to be wrapping up the show pretty soon. And I'd like to give you a chance to speak uh, before I go to Tahir. Uh, did you want to take a moment or you're still studying the art? No, I did, I did, I did some study on the art and, and I do have a couple of comments. Uh, first, I want I want to say that I I'm kind of bummed on the fact that I didn't find nothing on object that I could pick it up. Uh, I'm not sure how much time are you in the NFT space and, and do you have something in there. But if you they will show at one day, I would be uh, loving to be in the line to actually pick something up. I did go through your website though, and I've seen a lot of work, and I see a lot of mix of like different photography types which is like very interesting to me, uh, the mix itself and how, how it happens. And here comes my question. Uh, what is your favorite type of photography? Is it like people or architecture? Wh which one do you actually connect more to? Uh, my, my I actually, um... is... oh, excuse me. No, it's okay. Um, I actually connect more with street photography, um, Alex. That's what I tend to like to do more. Um, Architecture, because I live in New York City, and New York City is very, very old, if not one of the among the oldest states in the United States of America. So a lot of our buildings are over 100 years old, 200 years old. So um, I, I, I love the, uh, the way that they were built. So that's why there's a lot of architecture shots in there, you know. Um, but 
most likely, most, mostly street photography, uh, but I don't like to pigeonhole myself. That's why when people ask me, I like that people have to ask me what kind of art that I like to do because I don't want to just be like a portrait photographer. I don't want to be a beauty photographer. I want to be a person that sees beauty in everything. So that's why I like when people have to ask me what kind of photography I do because there's always something beautiful in the world to capture with your lens. Beautiful. I 100% respect that. Uh, which brings me next to the next question. I've seen a lot of work specifically in the subway. Do, do, do you have a specific emotional connection or, or like some spiritual connection to this place? You know, that's if, if you're a New Yorker and you live in New York City, about, I would say, 90% of the population in New York City uses the subway. Um, it has over 458 stops. You can go to anywhere in New York City for $2.75, and they run 24-7. So I used to didn't like the subway. Um, the subway used to actually give me anxiety because it's way beneath the ground. It's very old. A lot of people, you know, sometimes the train would stop, and it's dark. You don't see anything, and there's no one telling you what's going on. And I actually got more nervous about riding the trains after 9-11. Because, you know, uh, that was one of the things that, unfortunately, terrorists was trying to actually hit because there's a lot of people that use the subway. It's like over three million people use the subway every day. So that's a lot of people underground. And like I said, it's old. Um, a lot of the signals that we use are not even made anymore. They have to be fixed by hand. So in order to get over my anxiety from being in the subway, I started taking pictures and it works. And You're going to, you just find people from all walks of life in our subways. So it's really interesting just to watch people, to watch them get annoyed when there's a delay or watch them get upset when they pass their stops or when the train is like crowded, you know? So I think that's why I actually like taking um, pictures in the subway. Well, thank you for your answer and thank you for your time. Any, anytime. And when I do mint on Tezos, which will be soon. I will blast it. I'm following you, Alex. So I see you sent me a follow, but thank you for the questions. I'm on the line for that. Alex, I might be a little slow, but I, I'm having trouble getting to your Tezos collection. What's going on? I, I went to your website and, um, uh, you know, it says top Tezos NFTs, buy now. But then when I click on there, nothing happens. I'm not going anywhere. So I, I'd like to look at your collection. Um, maybe I better go to your tweets and check it out, but come on, you got to make it easier for the collectors to get your art. And thank you very much for saying this. I will post a link tree in the top just for you to be able to access it right now. Thank you. I appreciate that. And, uh, and, and by the way, I like that you have a website and I would like to recommend to all artists. I know many of us have our link tree where it's got everything, but you know what? You can go on Google and create your own website. It's like just, I think it's free actually. And, um, and, and you know what? A website is so much better than just having your link tree. And you don't need to write code to be able to do this. If I can do it, you can do it. I, I'm not a coder. So I highly recommend you make your own website. And then from there, um, and Google's really nice. Like, you know, when I made my website, 
you just click on the picture and then it takes you, the link will take you to exactly where that art is. So um, if somebody's looking at your website, it's nicer as opposed to just the link tree because then they can actually see everything. So um, that being said, um, I know there's people who want to come up who are requesting, but we're a little bit running over our space today and um, I've got an appointment coming up. So we need to wrap up the space. But before we go, I'd like to give um, Oculus a chance to say some words before we finish the space. Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you for the questions that were uh, presented to me. And to all my fellow artists and those who um, are who haven't minted anything yet, um, don't be afraid to mint your work. You never know who's going to appreciate it. I had to learn that the hard way. And just keep creating because art actually is calming for me. And I'm sure it does the same thing for other artists. Thank you. Thank you very much. And by the way, just another word to artists. I'm also a collector. A lot of artists are afraid of minting more work. They just mint a couple. They want to sell that before they mint more work. Don't be stingy with your artwork. Come on, just go ahead and mint it. You know, it's okay. It, you know, don't, don't be one of those people that makes up ideas about what collectors want. (laughs) We want to see all your work. Of course, you don't need to flood everything, but we want to see all your different kinds of work. So don't be afraid to, you know, quote unquote, over mint that that's not an issue. It's like, I never look at somebody's artwork and say, Oh no, I'm not buying their art. They've got way too many unsold art. No, that's, we, we don't do that as collectors. We just want to collect your art. And, and when you do mints, um, have different price ranges. I mean, I, I've seen some artists, you know, where they sell stuff for over a thousand tezos. But then, you know, they also have affordable, they'll make multiple editions, make your art accessible to everyone. And just because you've got something priced at two tezos does not mean you're not going to sell your higher priced art. You know, have have a variety of um, different prices, like do a one-on-one that's higher in price and then do multiple editions because You want everybody to collect your art. The more people that collect your art, the more wallets that are holding your art, the more exposure you get. And also just don't be stingy with your art. There's a lot of us collectors with different budgets. I see a hand up. Narmi and Jen, please go ahead. And to add something, what you tell, uh, for example, I'm the last one uh, as photographer in my family. And I'm in NFT to save the images that are very important to me. For my Bavaria collection, I it's cost me more than several thousand euros because you can don't go to the mountains without a team. It is so dangerous, but I was here to save this image for the future. I don't know what will be happened with my images that was very important to me. And in the time that you tell me, uh, it is, uh, I have the, my Bavaria collection maybe for eight tezos, for five tezos, for seven tezos, six tezos. I don't know. It was not important for me to several tezos. It was important for me to save it for future in the wallet for the younger people. And um, it is very, very interesting that you tell it about, that you talk it about it. Uh, it, is, it, it is not the note how much is your art? For me, 
is important to save it. And I'm very, very happy about it, about each piece that I can to, uh, that somebody have it in the, in another, another wallet for the future. That's right. There is value in what you're doing. And if you're going up with a team up to the mountains, there's a lot of money invested in that. So definitely, um, I, I can appreciate what you're saying. And um, all right, uh, before we end the space, we got Taher back up here. Taher John, unmute yourself. I'm so glad you came back up here. Do you have some comments or questions for our artist friend Oculus today? Please go ahead. Taher John, Sadai Marudari, unmute yourself. Salam, Rame. Sadai Marudarin. Bale, Sadai Shamarudarin, Befarmain. من صدای شما رو دارم فکر کنم صدای من نمیرسه به شما وضعیت اینترنتی کمی خوب نیست میشنوین صدامو بله صدای شما رو داریم بفرمایید من اولین بارم هست که توی اسپیسی دارم صحبت میکنم و خوشحالم که اولین بار اینجا بود زیاد وقتتون نمیگیرم ممکن الا از اینترنت قطع this is Taher's first space ever being in a space. So he is having trouble, but uh, we're going to give him a chance to speak. Taher John, be اونم این که مجموع اکسایی که من دیدم البته من فقط یک عکاسم نه مدرس یا حالا آدم صاحب نظری ولی مجموع اکسایی که دیدم یک چیزی به نظرم رسید یعنی نظرمو جل کرد اونم این که خیلی عکاس بنده احساس و آن خودش بوده و از این کلیشه و این چیزی که حالا به ما قالب میکنن یه دی مبنی بر این که شما باید من در یک ساعت اکباسی کنید یا از این موارد حرف ها حس میکنم که اکباس کلن این رو کنی کنار گذاشته و در لحظه ای که حس کرده باید اکس رو بگیره اکس رو گرفته و این خیلی برام جالب بود یک اکاسی در این سطح به،, به این راحتی تونسته این کار انجام بده و من در تک تک اکس ها اون لحظه و اون حس نابی که خود اکاس عنوان بیننده زنده اون صحنه تجربه کرده رو تجربه کرده رو میبینم و این خیلی برام جذاب بود و ممنونم از ازش تشکر میکنم و از این بابت میتونه الهام بخش باشه و برای من بیرونه و خوشحالم که مثلم ببینم عکس باشو و نظرم رو بیواسته و خیلی سریع بگم به مرسی از شما و مرسی از همه ببخشید من اگر زیاد صحبت کردم خیلی ممنون تاهر جان 
من الان ترجمه میکنم خیلی خوشحالم که شما اومدید our friend Taher this is his first space and he had some comments about your photography about the particular moments that you chose to capture those images oculus um, and it's very interesting that you know the particular moments that you picked um, they're very inspiring he's also a photographer himself and he wanted to congratulate you on your beautiful work and also that you know it's very hard for him from iran there is a delay and um and so i he probably said other things that i forgot so i apologize uh my i can only hold so many things in my memory but that was the gist of it he really liked uh, your technique and and uh and and the way you chose those particular moments if you have any comments for him oculus please go ahead and i'll be happy to translate them Okay, I'm, I'll go slow for you, Sandy. I know you've been <laughs> translating for a while, so I'll just go slow. Um, just tell him that it's just in the moment, I just see people doing stuff that just looks like it should be captured, whether it's reading a book, whether it's putting on makeup, whether it's falling asleep, or a lot of those pictures in my series, some of those people have like huffed because they're tired or they're just overwhelmed. I I think it's, 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 I think it's amazing to capture people when they're not, when they don't think they're being watched because they're free. When a person is being watched, as I said before, they kind of change, they pose. And um, you capture people doing the most strangest and the most natural things when they're not, being, when, when they don't know that they're being watched. And um, it's just, it's just a feeling. Really, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, it's just sometimes it's the simplest thing, and I'm like, I need to capture that. And so it works, obviously, because a lot of people seem to like it, but it's just in the moment for me. Okay, I will translate that. Tahirjun, ishun goftan ke in aksayi ke migiran, ishun dostaran moge ke adama habasishun nis ke aksayishun dara gerefte mishe. Baren ke injuri tabiat bishtar tabii hasan. و وقتی که آدم یکی داره عکسش رو میگیره اون حالت مصنوعی میشه و خیلی فرق داره حالا ایشون حالا یا اگر کسی داره سوارتش رو توالت میکنه یا موهاش رو شونه میکنه اون دقیقه هایی که برای ایشون خیلی جالبه ایشون دوست دارن اکسا رو بگیرن خیلی ممنون که اومدین خیلی خوشحال شدم و من کارهای شما رو میخوام تماشا بکنم و انشالله دوباره شما رو میبینیم و اینترنت بهتر میشه برای همه خیلی ممنون که اومدین سوالی حرفی دیگه هم دارین آقای تاهر ما میخوام برنامه رو دیگه تموم کنیم امروز I actually um, shared my um, does he speak I can hear him من خیلی ممنونم از شما و مهمون عزیزتون در مورد چیزی که گفتن من اینم حس کردم واقعا در عکس هاشون اما چیزی که من گفتم این مقدار کلیتر بود مثلا شما وقتی عکس از طبیعت میگیرین یا مثلا از یک ساختمونی میگیرین این عکس ها دیگه یک سوژه زنده جلوت نیست که این چیزی که ایشون گفتن در یک ست کنه چیزی که حتی نظر من بود یک یک ایده کلی در تمامی عکس هاشون ولی چیزی که ایشون هم گفتن کاملا درسته خودم همچنین چیزی رو دوست دارم و آدم ها زمانی که در یک در یک قالبی نمیرن 
ماسکی نمیزنن به صورتشون خیلی خیلی جذابترن به نظر من و در اون اکسای مترو فکر کنم باشه این به وضوح مشخص بود و خیلی خیلی لذت بخش مرسی از شما مرسی از همه زیاد وقتتون نمیگیرم و خوشحال شدم واقعا سه دل دارم بگم امیدوارم روزای بهتری برسه اینترنت بهتر و وضعیت بهتر بشه بتونیم بیشتر با هم صحبت کنیم شبتون بخیر و من خداحافظی Thank you, Tahir. Um, I will translate this for our friend. So uh, Tahir says, what, what you described, you can see in your work. It's very different to take a picture of a scenery, a mountain, versus catching um, a, a moment where somebody is not wearing a mask or posing and they're in their natural state. So what you described can totally be seen in, in your work. And uh, he's very happy to be here. And I probably forgot half the things he said, so I apologize. Um, uh, my brain can only hold so many words. <laughs> it's okay, but, um, but I, you I, get the I, gist. I, yeah, I really, really do. I really, really do. And um, for anybody who's here who's on Tezos, I actually posted my um, Tezos profile up top. Follow me, because there's a lot of you that I want to um, actually look at your work and purchase some. So if you have a Tezos profile, follow me and um, I'll follow you back. Please. Can you translate for that for the Iranian artist Sandy please? Absolutely. Dostan Aziz, shoma khayesh mikonam ke ishuno dar Tezos follow bakonin berin tu application object vat ishun post kardan tu nest ke accountishun kudume va shoma berin ishuno follow bakonin chon ke اینا هم دوست ایشون دوست دارن که کارهای شما رو ببینن و شما رو با کارهای شما آشنایی پیدا بکنن که بتونن کارهای شما رو بگیرن کلکت بکنن خیلی ممنون و اگر سوالی چیزی دارین الان موقعشه که بگین که ما دیگه میخوایم اسپیس رو رپ اپ بکنیم Does anybody have any comments or questions? And by the way, thank you Alex um, I see that you did post in the nest um, your um, your Tezos. I'm gonna I'm gonna go after your Tezos collection right now. Aha! I found it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. Um, we're gonna wrap up the space today. I'm gonna continue looking at art a little bit this afternoon and collect. And a shout out to my friend Chidima Paints. She does powerful photography. And she does some AI art. And she's also been collected by the Tezos Foundation, which is a big honor, I think, to have your work in the Tezos Foundation. Because then people are like, oh, you're somebody. I'm going to collect your work. Um, I have not had that honor yet, but I'm happy to see my friend's arts get collected. But don't worry, even if you're not collected by the Tezos Foundation, that doesn't mean you're any less of an artist. But if you are collected, good for you. That means you're, you know, you're definitely recognized by the Tezos Foundation. Misan is a great artist, and he's in charge of collecting for the Tezos Foundation. He's got a huge job to do. I don't envy his position, and um, but I, I'm glad that he's in the space, and and you know his presence makes a big difference. So that being said, I think we're going to wrap up the space. We've been here for a couple of hours now, and um, Oculus. Uh, did you want to say goodbye before I say goodbye? I'm going to wrap it up now. 
Uh, goodbye, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Um, I had a really good time with you, Sandy. And please uh, say goodbye to the Iranian artists and tell them that um, I love their work. Thank you, guys. دوستان عزیز ایرانی ایشون کارهای شما رو خیلی دوست دارن و تشکر کردم که شما امروز اومدین ایشون دوست دارن با شما کنکت کنن حتما برین توی آبجکت و فالوشون بکنین و ایشون هم شما رو فالو میکنن که کارهای شما رو پیدا کنن Thank you everybody for coming to the space today I had a great time um, meeting you all I met some new artists I collected some art and I'm so glad I got to hear your voice Oculus and to learn more about your work and your beautiful photography and music and what you're doing on the blockchain for crypto literacy We need more people like you to make this space better. I am so happy to see you all. Until next time, I do my collector's gallery space. And I got a few DMs from you who are interested in doing this. So instead of doing it once a month, I might do it sooner because now I've got a few more people interested. And I love doing these spaces with you, getting to know you. And a shout out to Tabasso. She's also a great Iranian artist. I love her photography. There is nobody in the space who is doing theater photography. If you have not seen her work, you got to go check it out. She is an amazing artist and uh, doing stage photography. And she's also a street photographer, too, not just the theater. She does great art. And um, she's actually on my list. We will be seeing her in one of my collector's gallery spaces. She's coming up soon. And I'm going to do a deep dive into her art and what makes her tick. Thank you, everybody. I love seeing you all. Take care of yourselves. Stay positive and keep on making art. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Collector's Gallery, Episode 5, featuring Oculus Vision. Hosted by Sandy Toes 2211. Recorded on Saturday, March 11th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke rolls in when I start a session. Plain canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers 
don't stress, yo I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake Off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison And put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down All humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble